77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. They need to disband the NAACP today. Today, they're advising black people and gays not to go to Florida. I mean, you can't even make this up. I think Byron Donald's Republican out of Florida, black man, mind you, runs the House Oversight Committee. He's on Fox News now talking about how ridiculous this is. I mean, Ron DeSantis, all he does, and John Katsimatidis, Uses these two words all the time. All he does is provide common sense. He's not my first choice. Donald Trump still is. But, oh, that's all Ron DeSantis does. That's it. I mean, I'm kind of with him. Not kind of 100%. I'd rather my kid read, I don't know, Catcher on the Ride than Gender Queer. Does that make me a bad guy? A homophobe? No. No, it doesn't. Makes me a good parent and a great American. So for the NAACP to do this... If they had any credibility left, I mean, the CDC, that's shot, that's over. They have zero credibility, zero. The WHO, they've got less. The White House has less than that. And now the NAACP, they become a racist joke. I saw Al Sharpton on Friday at this Jordan Neely funeral. That was disgusting. Crying and calling out white people. Making this all about white versus black and make sure you send me your money. I want your money. I don't care that black kids die every day in Chicago. I want your money. So the Daniel Penny thing is still a big story. No verdict yet. My buddy Tom Kniff did a very good job of closing. In fact, that's what Judge Janine was talking about this morning on Fox News. She'll be live in studio for an entire hour, 9 to 10 this morning with me. Her new book, Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic, comes out tomorrow. So I'm reading the New York Post yesterday, talking about Daniel Penny. And uh, I always love it when my friend Rich Lowry, the editor of the National Review, has his stuff syndicated in the New York Post. And that was the case yesterday. I was so excited. Rich Lowry, my guy, National Review. Daniel Penny is not a vigilante, but the left can't stop pretending. So here he is. National Review, NBC, Politico, and most importantly, a tremendous Monday morning guest with me, my good friend, Rich Lowry. Rich, that was a great column in yesterday's New York Post. Thank you, Sid. I appreciate that. A little disappointed, though, that the lead into my segment wasn't yet another rendition of the Bill O'Reilly praise of you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard it enough. I can't, and I, I can't get enough. I, played I, it, it again, I played it five times last week. I played at the top of every hour on Wednesday, and then I brought it back, Rich, when I introduced Bill O'Reilly on Thursday morning. So I played it five times. That's actually very funny. But on a serious note, uh, your column was terrific, and you said Daniel Penny is not a vigilante, but the left goes on and on as if he was, and all they're doing, this is the case every single time, is making a bad situation worse. So a a, a vigilante, you know, we all know it from Death Wish, right? Something terrible happens to you or your family, or you, you just don't like street punks. 
and, and you go out looking for trouble. That wasn't Daniel Penny. He just got on a train expecting it to be like a train ride any other day. And by the way, you're right, because uh, Deathwish was very personal for Charles Bronson. They raped his his, uh, his wife. They killed her. They raped his daughter. Bernie Getz, he was looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. He went yep. on the train with a gun. Uh, yep. To your point, Daniel Penny was just on the train. Yeah, exactly. And and you're going to have – I mean, this is the problem with it. If, you know, we'll see whether he actually gets indicted. It might might have trouble getting a grand jury actually to, to formally charge him. But the problem in a trial, obviously, if you get there, is you're going to have all these witnesses saying, yeah, we were scared to death, and we were glad that someone stood up and acted. You know, And, and it's going to be really hard for a prosecutor to get around that. We've talked about this before. Most of us, you know, it's it's natural human instinct. I don't want to get involved. You know, it's just going to be trouble. I'll look at my shoes. Maybe this guy will go away. And here's one guy who finally just didn't do that. He said he could hurt someone, probably not even Penny, right? He could hurt someone else, and I'm going to do something. Now, it went tragically wrong, which, you know, we shall all regret, and, and I believe Penny sincerely regrets. But uh, to, to make this guy out as, as some sort of, you know, bad egg and, and racist who's just looking Come on. looking for homeless, me- mentally ill people to hunt down on the trains is right. obviously ridiculous. I, I will tell you, talking to Knip as I do often, he's a good buddy, that if uh, Jordan Yelly was white, Daniel Penny would have done the same thing. And guess what? No one would be talking about Nothing. it. I mean, yeah. is there a more despicable person? I mean this. This guy's on television every morning sitting there with Joe and Mika as if he's he's the, uh, I guess, the official word on what, I don't know. All he does is take money from people, doesn't pay taxes, starts race riots all over town, going back to the days in Crown Heights. Is there a more despicable human being than Al Sharpton? And the mayor, who I've tried to really like over the last couple of months, he loves this guy. I really yeah. believe that, and I, so does Sean Hannity, by the way. But anybody who's okay with Al Sharpton, I've got an issue with. He is yeah, a despicable I mean, human being. This, I mean, he, he moved from the, the fringes where he belonged 30 years ago into the, the mainstream of the political and media establishment. And the thing is, right. I don't know whether you've met him, you know, he's a charming guy. So he's got that going. For so him. is Hitler. So is, so is yeah, a lot of the, uh, horrible uh, people, yeah. The effect he has on, on these sort of controversies is is, is obviously awful. Yeah. Uh, some of the worst people in the history of our world were charming guys. Ted Bundy was incredibly charming, mm-hmm. but he murdered yeah. how many young females? I mean, I'm, and I get it. You know, you fall into that trap, and I've done that. I'm guilty of that. I, I don't like people. I meet them, and they become my best friend. So I'm yep. guilty of that. Yep. But that's not going to happen with Sharpton. He shows stage. It's rough. So, yep. so remember. So what do you? So you don't think in the end Daniel Penny will be indicted, or you don't think so? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think he could get indicted. Um, it, it just it just seems as though there, there's no way you're going to convict him. Uh, a jury of, of his peers is going to convict him, given you know maybe he held on to Neely too long. You know, it's, it's easy to say these things when you're not involved in the confrontation, but when he realizes he might be holding him too long, he he lets him go. Gets him on his side. Are you okay, man? You know, can you hear me? So there was obviously a solicitousness there to his Neely's welfare. So you, you combine that with the fact that Neely was a, threat, a menacing presence in that train. I just don't see how you can uh, convict him. And if you can't convict him, you shouldn't be charging him. God, I hope you're right. This is which Larry National Review had a great column in yesterday's New York Post about the Daniel Penny situation. But of course, the biggest story in New York specifically, but also around the country is the illegal crisis. The mayor, the governor, they want to get work authorizations right away because they felt badly for me and you, Rich, because we both live in New York. And guess who has to foot the bill for these migrants while they're drinking on stairwells in New York City and 
and all that type of cool stuff. Me and you have to do that, and I'm sick of it. I don't want these people in my neighborhood. If that makes me a bad guy, fine, I'm a bad guy. I don't want them. So instead of just telling these people they can't come and turning the buses around, now we got to figure out a way to make it work, get them work authorizations, find them more hotels, find them more places to live. I am so sick of all this and all the local politicians. I can't begin to tell you. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the, the first thing, obviously, you should turn off the spigot at the border, which is with, with which is within our power and our control. And then they, they shouldn't be able to get jobs, you know. And, and I know this sounds harsh, but if, if there are no jobs, they, they wouldn't come. And this is why this so-called E-Verify system, uh, DeSantis has passed it, statewide version in Florida is so important. It just would make employers – um, determine whether the, the labor is legal or not. And the, the people who are first and foremost hurt by illegal labor and the competition from it is legal labor and African-American labor and you know, low-skilled folks. So this is really bad for society at every level, but this is, this is the way it goes. They get in, then it's too harsh to make them leave, then it's too harsh not to let them, to work, let them work, and then they're de facto, you know, they won't be formal citizens for a long time, but they're de facto citizens, or at least as much citizens as they care to be, right? Yeah. They, 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 want the, they want the job. So th- this is terrible. And the Biden spin, you know, the numbers have not been as overwhelming as they looked uh, initially when it was 10, 11,000 apprehensions a day. It's down to four or 5,000. But they do this false math where it's like it, something spikes like incredibly, like spending yeah. or the deficit, and mm-hmm. then it goes down a little bit, and they're like, oh, success. Right, like <laughs> and, inflation. Like uh, yeah, inflation's so too. It would have right. been a d- debacle in any, yeah. uh, you know, in the Trump years. Right, since he titled 42 went away. Uh, Yes, the numbers are down, but not down enough, like inflation, like the numbers that you're talking about. And then you've got, uh, like I said, all these local politicians here in New York, they get angry when I come on the radio or Curtis Sliwa, and we say, hey, that motel, hey, that hotel, they get angry. But the truth is, their track records suck. And we're not convinced that there's a hotel or any place, any place in any of these boroughs that can eventually, Adam said it himself, everything is up for debate. Every place is up for talk. So when some local politician comes on and starts yelling at us as radio folks causing trouble, what do you want us to do? Yeah, exactly. And, and you're, you're, you're living near that hotel. Instantly, your neighborhood changes and is blighted. Instantly, you know, you don't want your kid out, out on the out on the street. So the, the, they got to go somewhere. They can't just all be in Texas. So, so this is sort of, you know, I understand what Greg Abbott is doing. And I think politically, it's been an enormous success. It's made, you know, Eric, would Eric Adams be saying anything about the border if, if these migrants had no. to come, in, come no. in New York? Of course no. not. No. But there's a huge price to it. But the price is these illegal people coming in in the first place. So stop it. Eric Adams was saying nothing last year when your colleague at the New York Post, Miranda Devine, and a guy that ran for governor, Rob Bastorino, broke it open. They said, do you realize that in the middle of the night in Westchester, Stewart Airport, all these little airports in New York, these illegals are coming in because of Joe Biden? I never heard Eric Adams mention a word back then. Now he's inundated. Now we can't handle it. Now I'm overwhelmed. Last year, a year and a half ago, we knew about this. Not a word from Eric Adams or Kathy Hochul. Yep. No, absolutely. And they're, they're just experiencing what El Paso did. And they're, they're, I guess they're, they're, uh, their argument is just it should all be in El Paso. But why? You know? Exactly. El Paso is an American city. New York City is an American city. This is a national problem, and you need a president of the United States to solve it. So how could Joe Biden you – know, Bill O'Reilly brought this up last week. Like 40 percent of Americans still think Joe Biden's doing a good job. And I know you hate Donald Trump. I get it. Can't you hate Donald Trump? 
and at the same time admit Joe Biden is the worst president ever? Uh, or are you nervous if you say that, that makes Trump's path back to the White House easier? No, I, I would say he's one of the worst presidents ever. It's not That's not complicated. That's not hard at all. And but I, but I, I really think the Dems, some Dems are afraid to say that because then they're worried that oh, that makes it easier oh, for yeah, Trump. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, of course. So they're propping them up, but they got to – I wrote about this over the weekend. You saw the little uh, Biden stumble in Japan. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world because he, he writes himself. But w- what is it, like an inch uh, an inch more one way or the other? He could face plant down like three concrete steps, <laughs> the international embarrassment, a political crisis. And they're, they're in for that like every day until November 2024. <laughs> he could fall at any time. And I don't wish it on him. I think it will be terrible. Yeah, but the, I, it's I don't an care. enormous risk. Yeah. It's an enormous risk. I'm, I'm a much worse person than you. I just don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't want people to die and get hurt, but I don't care uh i'm so sick of him i really am him his family the corruption the lies and nastiness he's not just old and decrepit and has a cognitive issue he's a scumbag that's my opinion rich but uh he's he's never an honest guy no never so let's get to ron desantis he's going to announce this week that he's running for president even though he's down about 40 points in a lot of the polls but i did read yesterday rich while reading your column that a mega mega donor pulled their money from Donald Trump yesterday, does DeSantis get back in the race once he officially jumps in, or is he making a mistake? Should he wait till 2028? I don't think he can wait. Uh, I, I, if, if just waiting, is, he's not going to be as hot as he, he is now. And plus, having teased it so much and told so many people he's going to do it, then to pull up short would, would be really embarrassing. So he's in. I mean, it's really an audacious thing. I think people tend to forget this. They've gotten used to the idea of running. But he's running against the 800-pound the gorilla when it looked like, you know, maybe in January the 800 per, the 800 pound gorilla was down to four 400 or 500 pounds, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's still at 800, maybe a thousand, right? <laughs> and he's still in. Um, and we'll see. I think he has to move the numbers at least a little bit nationally. And then, you know, their focus is going to be on Iowa, where it's looked Trump hasn't looked quite as strong. And uh, that's going to Trump wins Iowa is probably all over. If DeSantis wins Iowa or someone else wins Iowa, then you got a real race. But uh, he's got a huge, a huge task on on his his hands. You know, he's going to have a lot of money. I think he has a message. Uh, I think he's much better than people who flamed out like Scott Walker and Jeb Bush. But it's a huge, huge yeah. political task. Agreed. Wow. These next 17 months, they're going to be really exciting. And what better place to watch it unfold every day? Then with Sid Rosenberg and Rich Lowry on WABC. Another great appearance, buddy. I love you so much. Thank you, Rich. All right, my man. There he is, Rich Lowry, editor, National Review, Political, NBC. Great column yesterday in the New York Post. Daniel Penny is not a vigilante, but the left can't stop pretending.